And I can see the ground now, way too gone, way too gone. All right, legends. Welcome back to yet another episode of Get Around Me, dude. What a time to be alive. You know, November. Possibly dark horse for best month of the year, I reckon. November has been a great time for me. And November's great because you get all the hype of Christmas and summer without any of the immediacy, you know? Like at the moment, the freaking the decorations are up at the shops, but you don't, you think, ah, oh, I've still got plenty of time for presents. You know, what is my brother like? Freaking board games or t-shirts or who gives a fuck? Because it's November. I don't have to worry about that yet. Okay? That's, it's so exciting. We start to get the summer weather. You know, maybe you see a few of the uh, the third string Santas at your local Westfield. You know, like, you know, not those elite level Santas yet. Um, they'll be coming out in December. You know, that the show, as they call it in the biz. Um, but maybe you get some of the... Uh, some of the third string Santas at your local Westfield in late November. I'm talking like sort of, you know, like old older black guys who don't even, they don't even wear the fake beard. They just put the hat on and they say, look, if you want to pretend I'm willing. Um, so you get a bit of that. You get And dude, my Christmas tree's still up from last year. Okay. We get festive as fuck in my house. I, I, I intend to spend upwards of $75 on on christmas decorations for the house this year 65 of which will purely be on tinsel okay and dude that's the vibe people who don't get into christmas it's like oh do you also not get into joy are you also a bit critical of of happiness you know put a santa hat on and pour yourself a cocktail let's get festive oh i, I love it i love it so much I love a great, um, I love a great Netflix uh, Christmas rom com as well. well. Not even Netflix, I should say, just any Christmas rom com. Um, will I be watching uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation this year? Yes, yes, I will. Do I have Will Ferrell's Elf locked and or loaded? Yes, yes, I do. Now, unfortunately, I kicked off my my uh my sort of what is what would you call it my holiday rom-com extravaganza marathon whatever it doesn't matter but I, my the first holiday rom-com of of the year netflix's holiday i chucked on last night and here's a quick question to start us off today how do you have emma roberts play the lead in a film and have it suck that much can someone, for the love of God, answer me? Emma Roberts is a freaking multi-talented international treasure. Okay? Wild Child. The Art of Getting By. That one with Zach Galifianakis. You know? Not to mention, she was the star of Nickelodeon Hit. And I don't say that word lightly, because it was a goddamn hit. Unfabulous. You know? She's an absolute talent. And I don't want to speak out of school, maybe the hottest chick to ever live. And this is where, unfortunately, I have to... bit of friendly fire here. Um, and I, it pains me to do this, but the Australian man who played the lead across from Emma Roberts, Luke Bracey is his name. I don't want to do this, dude. I don't want to do this, okay? 
This is like just a no, I I don't want to do this. But unfortunately, this Aussie bloke fucking sucks. I, I don't want to be that guy. I love supporting local talent. Okay? Dude, I watch, I'll watch anything with a Hemsworth in it, on principle. I'll even watch films with the third Hemsworth, you know? I went to a local theatre production that had, a, like, a Hemsworth cousin in it, okay? I love supporting Aussie talent, you know? It, dude, freaking the hem, the mum of the Hemsworths will go to the shops. I'll go and just clap her on. I'll say, you go, Mrs. Hemsworth, you go. You have my support, okay? I literally, I love it, all right? I, I still, dude, Margot Robbie, I'll watch anything she's in. Even when she's trying to do that weird indie art stuff, you know, to try and broaden her career, and it's like, it's in French subtitles, I'll watch it, okay? I'll watch it on the off chance she gets her kid off. And also to support Australian talent. But dude, I love it, you know? I, I'll support anyone. Ruby Rose, I didn't particularly care for when she was in Australia. As soon as she went overseas, I'm on the bandwagon, Okay? Because, because I'll support any Aussie. I watched six seasons of The Mentalist starring Australian actor Simon Baker. Okay? I'll support any Aussie anytime, anywhere. Okay? But unfortunately, Luke Bracey, you leave me with no, no other option when your comedic timing is that poor and you fail to, to get me wrapped up in the romance of, of cinema. You leave me with no option. But yeah, it wasn't good. Holiday on Netflix starring Emma Roberts. I hear Christmas rom-com Emma Roberts. I'm sold. Okay, I'm sold. I've, I've fallen in love with Emma Roberts on, on the big screen many times before. I'm thinking this will be no different. Enter Luke Bracey. What? I, I don't know how he got the role. I think personally... This guy is too good looking to pull off the com part of the rom-com. Okay? He wasn't even really convincing me with the romance, but his com was very poor. I don't think you can be that good looking and be a comedic actor. You know, Mark Wahlberg is the only person to pull it off. And really, that's only because he's four foot seven and a convicted criminal. You know, that gives him the edge. This Luke Bracey guy is like six foot two and possibly one of the best looking guys we've seen and i think maybe that's hurting him in the comedic arena but his comedic timing was poor emma roberts did her best um my hat is off to her but holiday fucking sucked dude it fucking it the yeah, netflix shaped the fuck up because we need a christmas rom-com but anyway let's get into Whatever I've been up to. Okay, now. I don't want to speak out of school, but strap in because this past weekend, I was on another boat. That's right. Two weekends, two Saturdays, two separate boats. This is like Kardashian level stuff from me. Any bloke worth his salt gets on, gets on one boat every calendar year. Just to send it into next week. Okay? I got two boats in two weekends. Dude, dead set. Like, at this point, at this point, I'm pretty sure, like, you just get free white linen shirts. Like, I opened my front door the other day. There was just a box of white linen. 
Because when you go on as many boats as I do, you need a fair amount of linen. Um, so it's very exciting. Um, and I don't care who you are on land. Like I said last week, dude, you, every new boat is a new adventure, a new chance to redefine yourself. You know, any, you could be a loser on land. You could be a Dan Bilzerian on a goddamn boat. So strap in. But, uh, but how did I end up on the boat? It's a great question. Okay. Now I had no plans to be on a boat, but when life says, Hey, Bill, what about this? I say, I'm already on the boat. Okay. I say, yes, I'm a yes man. I'm Jim Carrey starring in that, in that indie uh, rom-com. Yes, man. With Zoe Deschanel. I'm the yes man. I say, yes, I say yes to life. So here's how it happened. Friday. So we're going back a bit, <laughs> but it's all context. So Friday, I do a stand-up comedy show with my mate Freddie and a couple of others. It's a great show. The crowd is mostly 32-year-old drunk chicks, and they're pretty fucking rude. I'll be honest. They talk through a lot of us, but it was a fun show overall. It was a bit tough sledding at the start. Um, but yeah, I went on last, so who gives a fuck? Um, anyway. We go out after the show and I meet this guy Jamo at the, at the pub. He, he's, he's, he's blind as uh, most people who come up to me at pubs are. And I will say I've been getting recognized a little bit lately and I've been getting offered some free beers and or narcotics. And on that front, I'd just like to say, keep it coming. Okay. Absolutely loving it. Um, anyone who's ever come up to me, just, I just want to let you know that when you say, Billy, I enjoy anything you've ever done, or even just, even just Billy, your hair looks good tonight, or even just not actively, uh, you know, pushing past me, my ego goes through the roof and it's a fantastic time to be alive. Um, but I've run into some very friendly and hospitable people out and about recently. And I got to say, keep it coming. Okay. Keep it goddamn coming. It's fantastic. Um, and so I meet, uh, I meet this bloke, Jamo. He's blind. He's going on about me uh, never responding to him on Instagram. And I will say, I'm pretty fucking responsive on the gram. So I was surprised to hear this. Um, but anyway, he messaged me later on and I could see it was the first time I've received a message from him. So I don't want to call him a liar, but, but you know, I'm not calling him a truther. Okay, that's all I'll say. But this bloke Jamo is an absolute vessel, an absolute legend of a human. And he goes, we're at the bar. He goes, Billy, do you, let me buy you a beer. How'd you like a VB? I said, oh, a beautiful green demon on tap. Yes, please. Yes, please, indeed. And then he goes, Billy, how'd you like a vodka Red Bull? I said, oh, a beautiful vodka Red Bull. Yes, please. Yes, please. Anyway, at this point, Jamo turns to the bartender and goes, could I please get two VBs and 15 vodka Red Bulls? Wow. Now, this is about a $200 round. And I think, my God, this guy must be minted. Okay, he, he tells me he racked up an 11 grand tab at a, at a restaurant the other week. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this could be a good friend to have. So he's carrying on. We're having a bit of fun. Um few more beers come my way, courtesy of a couple of his mates as well. I personally am loving it. Um, 
Now, at this point, Jamo says, he's taking the boat out tomorrow. I should come along. I'm thinking, you know, this is like one of those things where someone's inviting you when they're drunk, but they don't really mean it. So I say, yeah, I'll see you on the boat, whatever. Anyway, up, up, up. Next day, now we're in Saturday. Okay, so time's moved forward. Saturday, I was not going to go out, okay? Because I had a big Sunday planned and my bank account and my body are starting to fail with these, these weekends I'm on. So anyway, unfortunately on Saturday, despite my best efforts to not go out, the sun was, was in the sky. So my hands were tied. Um, like I said, dude, I'll, I didn't want to go out, but it was, it was, it was sunny. So what do you want me to do? Sit in my living room like a goddamn nerd watching life pass me by on a beautiful 26 degree Saturday. I'm just not built that way, okay? So we're down in the pub at like 2 p.m. And uh, we're, having a, we're having a few schooners, nothing too stressful. Me and um, me and 73-time uh, Pelican of the Week, Macca, okay? My, my roommate, my confidant, and uh, my right-hand man, you know, my sidekick, if you will. <laughs> Have some of that, Macca, you fucking sidekick. Um, but... <laughs> So Maka goes up to get around and I get a text from Jamo saying, mate, come get on this boat. And he sends me a video. It's four sailboats all parked up next to each other. It looks like goddamn sail Croatia. There's fucking hot chicks everywhere. Everyone's losing it. I go, this is not what I pictured when he said, come on the boat. I said, right. I say yes to life. I said, mate, I'm at this wharf. Come pick me up. Jamo said he's way too blind to come to that wharf, he's going to have to pick me up from this beach around the corner. Because if the cops get his hands on him, it'll be all over Red Rover, RE, his boating license. So, so I said, right. I said, Maka, let's scull these beers. Let's walk down to this beach. We get there. Um, this Jamo bloke's already pulled up. He's like, where have you been, lads? Let's go. So we take our shoes off, roll the old jeans up. I'm not even wearing any linen, which is highly highly irregular for a white guy on a boat but unfortunately i was not prepared um so then we're pushing this rubber dinghy out and uh like we had to get like two other blokes from the beach to help us highly embarrassing um we get this dinghy out now this jammo bloke is blind behind the wheel me and Mac are holding on for dear life he's like steering all over the place he's like ah how good's this lads Woo! And he's like, doom, doom. He's like just steering all over the place, like cutting absolute shapes, like doing like burnouts in this, in this rubber dinghy. I, I'm like, fuck, we're all going to die. I'm looking at the beach going, that's about 600 meters. I reckon if I take, if I, when I fall off, if I take all my clothes off and just breaststroke it in, I'm like, when was my last swimming lesson? It was like 2008. I'm thinking, fuck, this is touch and go. I've had eight beers. I'm in trouble here. If uh, when this go when this thing capsizes, I'm gonna drown to death. I'm thinking, fuck, my comedy career never took off. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna die anonymous. This is a nightmare. But anyway, we make it to the boat. We get on these. Uh, it's like four sailboats all tied together. Maybe a hundred people out there. It is a wild scene. Let me tell you. It, yeah, it looks like sail Croatia. Live DJ. 
um, heaps of drugs and I don't want to speak out of school, but in brackets, narcotics flying around. Um, just an absolute time. Just an absolute goddamn time. Not only did they have a live DJ player, they also had a live saxophone player. So like every song, so there's like dance music going on. And then this guy on the saxophone is just absolutely sending it as well. Let me tell you guys, you would not think um, the saxophone goes together with like Avicii, but it does. It was fucking cool as shit, dude. And he's doing like the saxophone thing where they lean back and, but it do do, you know, he's just, oh, it's crazy. And that's, that's proper rich people stuff. A saxophone player. Firstly, who even thinks of that? People who've got enough money for everything that normal people think of. And then you think, and I don't know what a saxophone player costs, but I'm imagining it costs a fair bit. Surely. A goddamn saxophone. Like, it was truly exciting. Um, lots of, um, I don't want to speak out of school, but attractive women on the boat as well. Uh, very exciting. Um, even more exciting... Oh, most people were like tourists as well. A lot of Brazilians, that sort of stuff. Um, and it was just a fucking absolute time. Okay. One bird, um, one bird thought Maka was flume, <laughs> which I don't know how this keeps happening. Um, Maka does get uh, recognized. People always think he's a celebrity. I'm referring to the recent Dean Lewis incident. We were at this kick-ons. I'd, I'd spoke about this on the pod. But uh, for anyone new, we were at this kick-ons and this girl thought Macca was Dean Lewis and then, and and she was like, oh my God, like, can I get a photo with you? Macca, quick as a whip, immediately starts rolling with it and says, oh, sorry, babe, no photos. I just want to chill out and have a few beers. You know, he goes, some, some nights I just want to be Dean. Do you know what I mean? And she was like, oh my God, I totally get it. Like, it must be so much pressure. And he's like, yeah, babe, thanks for understanding. And then, uh, <laughs> and then... And then this girl starts crying and thanking him for getting her through her last breakup. And Mac is like, hey, my pain is your pain. You know, I'm glad it can resonate. You know, and this girl's like, oh my God, I love you. So it's freaking ridiculous. This time, this girl says, says, oh my God, are you Flume? He doesn't really look like Flume at all. I like the Dean Lewis one, I sort of get. But again, not really. But Flume, like, no, he doesn't look like Flume at all. And Macca, again, quick as a whip, goes, yeah, babe, call me Harley, which is Flume's real name. And she's, and she's like, oh, what happened with you eating that chick's ass in the desert? And Macca's, and Macca's like, oh, you know, I was just off my tree on drugs. You know what it's like being a world-famous DJ? And she's like, yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Like, it was just, I don't know how he does it. I really don't know how he does it. But now it's getting to like, uh, we're chatting, um, we're chatting to these two girls and, uh, it's going quite well, might I say. Um, and these girls, so it's getting to like maybe 6.30. We got on the boat at like 3.30. We're absolutely covered in beer and drenched in like, in, in like seawater and beer. Um, and we're just, we're, we're blind as bats having an absolute time. But now it's getting to 6.30. We're thinking, fuck, how are we going to get back to Manly? Like, are we stuck on this boat? And uh, to be fair, they start um, they start ferrying everyone back. And these two girls are like, oh, we have a hotel room. Come back to this hotel room with us. I said, well, you've piqued my interest, ladies. 
um, after about 0.7 of a second of uh, deliberation, me and Mac had decided to go back to this hotel room with these this love, lovely ladies. And anyway, we proceeded to receive one of the greatest muggings of all time. We get off the boat, we're walking with these two girls, and then these three other guys as well who were on the boat. And um, I go to one of the girls, oh, who are these lads? And uh, they're like, oh, this is whose hotel room it is. Turns out these girls didn't have a fucking hotel room. These guys had the hotel room and they've invited these two girls back. And then these two girls have invited me and Macca back. So it wasn't a real invite. It was like a knock-along invite. It was a second-hand invite. And now me and Macca are like, oh, what the fuck? These blokes don't want us back in their hotel room. We don't want to be those guys. You know the guys hanging on when you're like trying to when you're trying to pull and like two random guys think they're in with a shot? That was us. <laughs> that was us, you know? And we were like, oh, we're not about this. Like, you know, we don't want to be those two guys. Like, so there's three guys, then there's the two girls, and then like, then there's sort of be five guys, two girls. And these guys would be like, what the hell are you doing in our hotel room? You know? And so we pull the pin. Um, and these girls are like, no, we asked them like, and the guys even said to us like, oh no, you guys can come back. But we were like, I think they just felt obliged because we were already most of the way to the hotel room. But I was like, yeah, no, come on, girls. Like, this is an absolute stitch up. Don't say you have a hotel room when you don't, which you don't, okay? So anyway, so um, we ended up meeting our mates, uh, Adam and Ben at the pub, Adzi, uh, one of my roommates, and he's one Pelican of the Week probably more times than you've had hot dinners. Um, he often runs extremely poorly at pubs. And this night was no different. Um, firstly, I rolled in. Um, we're covered in beer and, and ocean water. We roll in. He's he's at um, he's at the pub with his dad and, and his stepmom. And I came in way too candid for, uh, for like, they're having like a casual family drinks. Me and Macker have sat down at the table blind. Um, and I might've misread the vibe, Ari, some of the stories I told, um, they were, they were quite graphic. Um, also I said I'd get around for the table and, um, and as his stepmom, I, I was like, hey, what does everyone want? Although I was like, yeah, I'll just get a, a, a beer or whatever. And then as his stepmom was like, can I get a frozen margarita? And I said, no, <laughs> I said, I said, you're dead set kidding. That's like a $25 beverage. No, I said, I said, I said to their dad, I said, look, you, you sort out the wife, mate. I'll get everyone else a beer, but I'm not getting rinsed for a $27 frozen margarita by your missus, mate. Come on, come on, mate. Look after the cheese and kisses, would you? Freaking hell. Do you want me to pay your mortgage as well, love? None of that. So that, that's an insight into how blind I was, because um, that was quite rude. Um, so, but she was lovely about it. Um, so then we get, we go to another pub. It's really a miracle I was let in because I just smell like two is new like my my hair my hair's just drenched and um anyway we get into the um the beer garden um adzi i don't want to speak out of school but what he did next was reprehensible um he tried to scull his beer and then vomited all over the table um he was immediately kicked out he tried to like hide it he tried to like just flick the vomit off the table like it was a fair amount of vomit then he ran to the bathroom vomited everywhere Came out 10 minutes later and it was like, tried to like just resume his night. He tried to just like hit unpause on the night. 
He was like, anyway, where were we? We were like, what? <laughs> You're covered in your own vomit. And um, I got to say, for, uh, uh, one of the local Samoan bouncers felt the same. He was immediately given his marching orders. Mother mate Ben um, was blind. He, he pulled up, you can't have any dance floors. So he just pulled up a stool right next to the DJ booth and was just vibing by himself. He's just giving it a few of these ones by himself next to the DJ. I went over and was like, mate, are you okay? Like, what is going on? And he was like, oh, mate, just catching a vibe, brother. And he was, uh, yeah, he was kicked out within half an hour as well. <laughs> Nothing says I'm absolutely off my tree like trying to start a one-man dance floor on a stool. Very bizarre behavior, but also I really admired his spirit. Um, and yeah, at, at this point, I'm flying under the radar because I'm probably drunker than both of those guys and they've they've absolutely disgraced themselves. So yeah, it's absolutely going off. Adzi somehow snuck back in and he was like, Bill, I'm back. And then immediately three Samoans surrounded him and he, he wasn't back anymore. He was quickly escorted back out. Um, I had a full, like, I had a scary, like, limitless moment like in limit in that that movie Limitless with Bradley Cooper, when he starts like he, he's like uh, taking that Limitless pill and he starts like time jumping. I had one of those where I was like, I walked this girl home from the pub, and then I was chatting to her on this on this like park bench, and um, so I walked this girl back to her place, which is like maybe you know like a five minute walk from the pub. She does not invite me in. Um, probably a good call from her. And, uh, and then, and then I'm talking to her on a bench, I thought, but I'm actually back at the pub. I'm like, I'm a 20 minute walk back or like 15 minute walk back. And I'm talking to this girl who's like, got like the girl I walked home was blonde. This girl's like, got like dark brown hair. And I go, yeah, Kate. It's like, and, she, and she's like, no, I'm not Kate. I'm Sarah. And I'm like, Oh boy, I like have no idea where I've been for the last like 15, 20 minutes. I thought I was still talking to the last girl. I have no idea who this girl is. I'm like, I've just fucking warped. It was, and I was like, fuck, I got to go. I was like, Jesus Christ. I like spooked myself. I was like, what is happening? I have no idea what, what I've been doing for like the last, I'm assuming 20 minutes, but I honestly don't know. So then I got in, got in an Uber by myself. I was so blind, I played my podcast the whole way home just to sort of mug this bloke off. I was like, mate, get around this podcast, eh? You like it? He was like, who's this? I was like, oh, just some weapon. He did not get around it. Uh, and I think about the halfway mark, I switched, I switched back to tunes. Um, but yeah, I was like, oof. But then I get back to my place. There's a few people around, a few ladies. I don't want to speak out of school. Um, and this one bloke, and this bloke's name was uh, Darcy right and i go oh mate my last name's darcy and he was like what that is crazy and i was like uh, yeah it's sort of crazy and he kept bringing it up and he was such a loser but he was friends with these girls i thought so i was like i don't want to i'm not gonna be rude to him but i was like ugh. i go this guy's he was like a one-up guy like one of the girls was like oh we did mushrooms last night and this guy's like you want to talk about mushrooms one time I finished up a night out, probably what, 6am? 6am? Yeah, that's when I usually finish. And uh, this bloke brings out seven kilos of mushrooms. And me and two blokes went through seven kilos. So, so yeah, I think I know a bit about mushrooms, mate. And it's like, shut the fuck up. Get out of my house. 
Anyway, long story short, it turns out no one even knows this guy. He's like just jumped in an Uber with these girls. No one knows him. He's this random loser. He ended up staying the night at my house. I didn't find out till the next day. If I could do any, if I could reverse one decision in my life, I would go back on Saturday night and mug that bloke off and kick him the fuck out of my house. Absolute loser. But anyway, he's still not Pelican of the Week. That goes to Adzi for what he did to that table, but that guy's a close second, dude. All right, so pretty big Saturday. Um, actually, quite concerning, really. Um, so Sunday, I had a mate's birthday. Very crack- cracking afternoon. I feel like I've probably told too many yarns at this point, but the birthday boy, um, I won't. <laughs> the birthday boy gave it a proper nudge. I won't go into what he did, um, but he's now got a six-month ban from the pub we're at. So he gave it a nudge. Had a great Sunday. Um, not too many stories. I feel like, you know, don't want to sort of get too yarn heavy. But um, anyway, I've got a few news items I want to crack into and um, and then uh, we'll, we'll sort of uh, get out of here, I'd imagine. But um, so, firstly, dude, this is a send-in from uh, Rampage and Roy on Instagram. Um, Roy someone. But um, anyway, this Pete Evans guy, this chef, this celebrity chef, Pete Evans. Now, if you don't know who Pete Evans is, um, he is a celebrity chef turned conspiracy theorist. And he's also the latest winner of celebrities who just had to do nothing and couldn't handle that, dude. Uh, shout out to previous winners, um, Ziggy Alberts, singer-songwriter who thinks 5G is going to kill us all. And uh, obviously, the inaugural winner was Israel Folau, who famously wants to burn all gays at the stake. Um, and there's been a couple of others, but I think Israel Folau just kept winning. But this this guy, so Pete Evans, celebrity chef, um, famous for being on My Kitchen Rules and being a famous restaurateur, if you will. Um, so he was uh, dropped from My Kitchen Rules because he started to get real weird online. And he makes all these like conspiracy theory claims like... Um, uh, regarding diet and that sort of stuff. Uh, he, he doesn't believe in sun cream. He thinks the sun um, actually can't hurt you. It just nourishes you. Um, speaking as someone with Irish skin and freckles, I can assure you that's not the case. The sun is your friend until it's not. Okay? You know, the, the sun the sun is the the angel and the devil. Okay? Maybe if, you're a, maybe if you've got some sort of some wog heritage or you've got a beautiful Brazilian complexion, you might get along with the sun a little bit better than I do, but I can assure you the sun is not to be fucked with and it is a very dangerous foe. Um, I think honestly without sun cream, after playing years of cricket, without sun cream, I would honestly be dead. I'd be I'd be dead, okay? And I'd look like, if I wasn't dead, I'd look like a 73-year-old handbag. Just a big old leather bag, dude. So I, I rebut his sun cream claims. But he's one of these conspiracy guys. He doesn't think COVID is real. He's a Trump supporter now. Um, you know, he's just he's just a weirdo. So, anyway, he's supposed to be on the... Like, where do celebrities who've sort of fallen off their fame and became a bit weird go? He's going to go on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. A great program um, for D-listers to sort of, you know, 
makes 75 grand tax-free. So it's quite exciting for them. Um, unfortunately, um, you know, Pete Evans, and sometimes if you go on these reality shows as a celebrity, um, you can sort of you maybe reinvent yourself. If you come across really well, um, you can sort of like, you can really boost your career back up. So this is a good opportunity for Pete Evans maybe to prove that, you know, he's actually a nice guy and not such a freak. Unfortunately, uh, Pete Evans yesterday posted a neo-Nazi symbol on his Facebook page, which has 1.5 million followers. Um, I just don't under... Yeah, he, he claimed... Yeah, just let me gather myself here. Um, so he's got 1.5 million followers. Heaps of people buy his books, even though they're not founded on any science. Despite being dropped by every network in Australia, Channel 10 says, do you know what? You can come on, I'm a celebrity. We'll, we'll give you a lifeline. Pete goes, no worries. So Channel 10, just a quick one. What do I have to do before I come on the show? And Channel 10 say, guess what, Pete? Absolutely fucking nothing, dude. Absolutely nothing. And Pete goes, no worries. Just to clarify, was that nothing? They say, yep, that's double confirmed. Just do nothing. And Pete says, no worries, hey? Pete says, no stress whatsoever. Just going to post a quick neo-Nazi symbol and I look forward to being on the show. What is wrong with people, dude? What the fuck is wrong with people? It's so funny. The best thing is he then comes out and says he didn't know it was a neo-Nazi symbol. What the fuck else is it, dude? It was like a pro-Trump caterpillar with a worm thing and the... I don't know. Like, I, I am very skeptical of these people who are like, what? It's a neo-Nazi symbol? I thought it meant world peace. It's like, yeah, because those two concepts famously overlap, you know? Neo-Nazi symbols and world peace, famously side by side. I think the swastika used to mean something, but it doesn't mean that anymore, okay? So let's just get on board. Um, <laughs> and the best thing was, dude, this guy, it's like, dude, why don't you just be a fucking chef, hey? You know? It, maybe if you were cooking, you wouldn't be able to post so many fucking weird conspiracy theories, you know? Very hard to cook something when you're sautéing some salmon. Okay, why don't you get back in the kitchen, you fucking nuffy? It's unbelievable. And uh, the best thing is, dude, he then posts, he posts a video saying it's all bullshit. But he posts this video saying, you know, the mainstream media are calling me a neo-Nazi. It's not true. For, uh, you know, I only advocate world peace. But <laughs> this is the best. And this is actually fucking smart as shit, what he did. While he's giving his, his, not an apology, but a, um, I guess, a, you know, he's just saying it's not true. He's patting two horses. He's got like a horse licking him on the face. That is genius, dude. It is very hard to dislike a man who's got two horses like nuzzling him while he's talking. You know, horses are famously a great judge of character. So I got to say that is a genius move by Pete Evans. And I support him. <laughs> but yeah, dude, more celebrities. Dude, the next celebrity to get me too'd should have a horse either side of him and just be like, I did not touch that woman, you know? Have Maccabi Diva over your shoulder. Everyone loves horses. So that's a smart move from Pete Evans. But yeah, so um, long story short, he was then dropped from I'm a Celebrity. Get me out of here. 
for putting up neo-Nazi shit on Facebook. Ah! Oh, God. Oh. Oh, God. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> he would have got like 200 grand, maybe revitalize his career. Just don't post anything Nazi related. <laughs> oh, God. I love it. I love it so much. So let me just finish up here. Um, just a quick one to end on here. Um, so two young men, 18 years old. And it's good to see some positive news coming from the, the young male community. You know, I think uh, as young males, we at times we miss the mark with some of the uh, the carry-on. I'm referring to that, that sure muck-up day list. I'm referring to blokes who jump on tables. I'm referring to, uh, you know, footy guys who, you know, do all this like weird homoerotic stuff, but they say it's not gay if it's footy. I can assure you, lads, it is. It, it's still gay, you know? So, um, but this, this has come out and this is, this is just old school, clean cut, absolute bants. And this is what it's about, dude. These guys, these two 18-year-old kids got legally married so they could have a 150-person formal after party. Because if you're having a wedding, um, you can legally have 150 people during COVID. And this is fucking hilarious, dude. My hat goes off to these two blokes. This is the funniest thing I've heard in quite some time. It's clever. It's hilarious. Um... And it's just, you know, this is the sort of stuff. That's a, that's a classic yarn. I reckon the best yardstick is, is it going to be a good story? You know, these, these footy blokes who piss in each other's mouths, it's like, I don't know, dude. It's not exactly a fucking Tolkien novel, is it? But getting legally married so you can have a 150-person um, after party. And also, you're a hero. Everyone at the formal is going to love you. You know, if these blokes didn't pull... You know, I'm not sure if they're actually gay. Um, the vibe I got from the article was that they, in fact, weren't. Um, but, dude, that is fucking hilarious. And I, I really hope they got to kiss a beautiful woman on the lips, um, if that's what they're into. Um, because they deserve it. They fucking deserve it. This is absolutely hilarious. Um, you know, and this is absolute bans. This is hilarious stuff. I feel like on TikTok, a lot of the culture is like, blokes carrying on, but they're not really doing anything. Like, this is, they're doing something. This is hilarious. Like, on TikTok, it's this culture of, like, 16 and 17-year-olds talking about doing bags. And it's like, you're not doing bags. What are you talking about? What are you fucking talking about? There's, like, 16-year-old kids on Instagram talking about going on, like, three-day benders. It's like, are you really going on a three-day bender? Aren't you in year 10? Don't you have to, don't you have a freaking a nap plan exam coming up dude if you still own a pencil case don't talk to me about doing cocaine okay you know like what is this tiktok culture where they're like oh don't say it don't say it don't say it let's get a bag and it's like you have a freaking maroon five poster behind you in your bedroom what are you talking about you know you can't freaking <laughs> You can't still watch cheese TV in the mornings and talk about doing bags at night. Pick one, dude. Okay. If you're freaking, if your girlfriend isn't old enough to have her peas yet, maybe don't talk about doing cocaine on the weekends. Okay. These 16 year old kids are losing their goddamn minds out there. But these two 
This is absolutely hilarious. And just want to commend these two exceptional young men for one of the funniest things I've seen all year. Oh, man, that's absolute bants. So well done to them. Um, and that is the end of the podcast, Aru. Uh, what a time. I will say um, I'm getting very close to locking down a Sydney show. And I'm, I'm liaising with enemy of the pod, Pat Doherty, to set up the show, which is why it's taking so long. Um, the guy's got the admin skills of a goddamn wombat. So it's very difficult. Um, but I'm looking at December 18 or 19. Uh, Going to do a Sydney show. It'll be on social media and I'll mention it on the pod. Um, but I would love to see you there if I'm able to sort of get it together. Um, as always, if you'd like to tag a friend in a Facebook stand-up comedy video, always very helpful to spread the hype. If you'd like to tell a friend about the pod, it's also very helpful. Um, and and yeah, guys, thanks for bloody listening. You know, November, it's oh, it's so good. I'm in a great mood. Um, I'm going to try and chill out a little bit this weekend. So I, I, I really hope that the news picks up because I, I think we could be a bit light on yarns for next weekend. Um, but also, like, I, I, I will be going out. So d- don't stress. The pod, I, I literally have to go out. Otherwise, the pod will be seven minutes long. So... I'll be going out and about this weekend, just trying to maybe just pull the head in a little bit, re some of my behaviour. But, um, but yeah, looking forward to just another great week on this goddamn planet. How good is this, dude? Thanks for listening. Way too long, way too long. Yeah, and I can see the ground now. I'm way too gone, way too gone. Cause these people got me fucked up. Yeah, they got me way too wrong, way too wrong. Now my mind's telling me, don't you wait too long, wait too long. Oh, I, oh, I, oh.